Welcome back, guys. It's another episode of the Little Bit Strange podcast. I got my musician friend, a.k.a. the generic friend. rock star. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, Jared, not generic. Well, generic or geriatric? I'm not good at spelling, yeah. so we'll figure that out. Yeah, please, go ahead. You want to answer I'm, your text so message sorry. in the middle yeah, of this? Yeah, let me, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll put everything on pause for you, asshole. That is how, that's how important I am. Fucking I am bullshit a rock star. I've got people be hitting rock. me up. My people are calling your people, telling you shut the fuck up. Yeah, mom, quit doing it. Yeah, cut it out. Okay. Yeah, Brett's mom, stop sending me those photos. Yeah, she's just trying to make me look important. All right, go ahead. No, that's not what she was showing me, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, so uh, musician, all that kind of stuff. Um, we'll no. get to all that in just a minute. Yeah. Uh, born and bred in Texas, right? Yes. Now, born in Houston, raised basically in Corpus Christi, and then my adult life back in Houston. And about eight years or nine in Austin. Okay. Um, please do not deep throat my yeah. microphone. <laughs> I would really greatly appreciate that. It's hard to get the sound of yeah. out oh, in, oh, in oh, the oh, editing. Oh, oh. Now, well, no, too many people would recognize your voice then. But oh, anyway. Oh. Uh, so, what was it like growing up in Texas for you? Like um, in BFE country or Kinda like small town? Eight, about eight, ten thousand. Uh, like little town outside of Corpus Christi. Elementary, somewhere. junior high, high school. From whole third thing? grade to 25 years old. Okay. Awesome. So. It was great because because the town was so small that, for real, it sounds cliche-ish, but, but everybody knew everybody for real. Uh, that kind the, of the American graffiti. The parents, the parents knew. The, I mean, it was Was weird. it like that kind of American graffiti-type town where it was like everybody knew everybody, but you had your little hot rod strip and you had your little... Your little cowboys and your and your hippies. Yes, but here's what's weird. Yes, exactly. We did. We had exactly those. But the difference was, we all hung together. Right. All There's, of us. Didn't matter if you were hippie, pothead, you know, cowboy. Uh, it didn't matter. Well, there wasn't we a whole lot. Out. of There wasn't a whole lot of options. That's kind of what I'm saying. It was so small. We all just kind of. Yeah, just like did things together. Okay, and, cool. Yeah, I listened to Led Zeppelin. All right, I listened to Johnny Cash. Cool. Sounds good. Let's go have <laughs> yeah. a beer out yes. in the pasture it's, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's so, what was. what was it like growing up in like a little bitty town like that? Like, I mean, uh, the, the I, love I, I personally moved around a, a lot as a kid, so okay. I have no idea like what it is to be in the same town that long. And it was a long time, and I I still think about it all the time. To be honest with you, Kevin, because for real, it that's was a change. So it was so no. Well, it was. Uh, no, I meant you being honest with me. Yes, uh, that's a change. Dead serious, being honest. It was so nice that the uh, it, the freedom at that time back then. I'm a little bit older, uh, and so the, bit? Free, the freedom was great. My parents, for example, would let me take my my dirt bike and go to the beach at 15 years old. Now I say beach. We lived in a town that had a bay. That came in and it had a. Oh, beach. so you lived on the coast? I lived right on the water. Yeah. Okay. Now, did you like, was that like your Sunday fun day kind of thing? Was just go. That's why I wear these at all times. I grew up, and when you see my okay. videos, when the, everybody's the, going, uh, Where's your shirt? Put on your shirt. I never wore clothes. I lived in Corpus Christi. I, I appreciate that you are now. So for those of yes. you who can't see, he is wearing like some old beat up sandals here. But my nipples are protruding through my shirt. Yeah. And I'm rubbing them well, profusely. Oh, I've never seen it. a nipple stick through a <laughs> coconut shell before. This is getting pretty fucking scary. Um, 
so like that was your Sunday Funday kind of thing, or like your Saturday night was like you would just go down to the beach and have a bonfire? By myself, with all of my friends. We were 15 years old. Now think about that. Think about today. Think about back then. I would go, we were just 15 years old. We'd just get on our bikes. We would ride our bikes on the streets. That's a no-no, but cops never cared. It was a 8,000. Well, everybody knew everybody. Yeah. It's we like, would ah, drive. well, there went the Axelson there, boy yeah. again. Uh, was that, who's doing the wheelie? Oh, it's Brett. Yeah, leave him up. He's all right. He's got those <laughs> down. You know, seriously. He's had enough brain injuries. It yeah. don't matter no more. because yeah, I didn't wear a helmet. And <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, so. I don't wear helmets. They, they, they make my ears feel funny. Yeah. So I go and it, uh, I go down there. We would spend the night. My parents would let us spend the night on what we called the beach. It was actually, like I told you, it was a beach. But it was a bay beach, not a Gulf of Mexico beach. Gotcha. That's gotcha. Does that make any sense? Right. So like it was you, a bay you, that came inland. It, uh, it, it wasn't like you were looking straight out into open no, ocean. You, not the Gulf of Mexico, but you were looking into a Corpus Christi Bay. Right. So it was a big body of water. Yeah, right, 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 right. But over other side of that is Port Ramses. And that's where the you knew that, that you knew that channel is, and then there's the right. Gulf Push of comes to shove, you could probably swim across it no problem and hit land. Well, <laughs> not the, no, nobody can swim across that channel in in Port Aransas safely. The currents are insane. Right. Well, I meant and like life or death. That go, I meant like life or death situation. Like you, if absolutely. I had a life vest, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like you fall out of a boat or something. Know exactly you know that if, hey, if I go I this way. Yep. Okay. So like, I felt very safe there. Did That's you why ever I go fishing there? So I still go fishing, Kevin. Did you ever have those like nights where you see or hear some shit out on the water that you're like, oh, what the fuck was that? Like, oh, absolutely. Like. One that when I when the I got in this one section of the uh, intercoastal canal, mm-hmm. and I'm heading out. There's one little bay system, and I'm going down the intercoastal. Wait, are you on? You're on in a my boat? boat. I'm in a boat. Okay, my small fishing, 18 foot fishing boat, and I'm just I ease. I don't go fast, so I'm just kind of cruising, and I'm thinking, man, I hear, I'm hearing, you know, something. And I'm looking. It was foggy. Kind of start to see a little bit of a light, and within about. 30 yards in front of me, it's a barge. And I had drifted oh, wow. off of the end of the middle a little bit because it's foggy. Oh, yeah, I couldn't dude, tell they, where I'm they, at. And they don't fucking slow and down for shit. No, they can't even they see can't. me. Well, they, they can't even, slow Even with down. my lights on, they, they didn't see shit. And so I re- all of a sudden I realized, you know, you know, I just hit it, turned it, you know, just Get me shot the fuck off out of the yeah, way. Yeah, got the fuck out, you know. See, and, now, my experience with barges on the intercoastal is one time uh, – my friend and I took his boat out there, and we tied up to one of the posts, and oh, yeah. this barge came through, and it went from, like, maybe one-foot waves to four-foot waves, and I'm standing on the front of his boat, and it fucking catapulted oh, yeah. me oh, into yeah. the in air. The air. Yeah. Like, I landed. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I managed to do it and not fall off the boat, but I landed like a fucking cat and was like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Like, it launched okay. me. It Just literally even, threw me up in okay. the air. You're definitely exaggerating because I can't even imagine you landing like a cat, okay? Hey, I, uh, no, I have cat-like no, no. reflexes. You ain't selling that shit on me. Uh-uh. No, I, I'm... Un- you landed on your ass and you got... No, I... <coughs> <laughs> no, I promise you. I promise you 100%. I landed on my feet and kind of caught my balance. I stumbled. Yeah. Like it wasn't like gold medal Olympic landing right. for for <laughs> yeah. uh, fucking yeah. uneven yeah. bars or whatever. Right. right. Or the but, rings. Right. Like 
but I was fucking throwing a good four feet above the boat. Yeah. Like, I was standing well, in the... the boat went straight down off the, after the wave, so you right, went yeah. up, the boat went down, no, you probably, it probably looked like 20 feet to you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm fixing to go face first into this into this pole or into the water. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. lose my pole. No, I landed, and I'm like, holy shit, I landed that. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I look over, well, well, I look over at my buddy, and he's laughing his ass off. Yeah, because he probably still he maintained he the whole thing. He saw it. He saw it and sat down. Oh, like, there you, you go, motherfucker. Yeah. So here I'm sitting there. I'll tell you like the same kind of story. So you had that way from the barge. Well, I had my boat, my 18 same boat that I, you know, and I'm cruising, and so I'm and I'm out in front of Kima. You know what I'm talking about? The bay mm-hmm. in front of Kima, right? And I'm out there, and I fished. I went and caught a couple of trout by a fishing well. I thought, you know, just, I'm cool. That's enough for dinner. I'm going to come in. And it was glass, dude. It was, like, slick. It was beautiful. And I thought, I never go fast. I never in my boat. But I thought, I hadn't been in my boat for a while. I need to open it up, blow out the motor. You know, right, no better to, time than yeah, fucking flat water. It's flat. Let's just do it. I started hauling ass. I'm full throttle. I opened it up. I'm just full throttle. You know, just cruising. I've gone to probably, th- you know, maybe half mile. And I'm getting closer to where the Kima board, uh, boardwalk is. Yeah. Okay. And there's lots of boats out there, but they're all kind of going slow. And I'm sitting there hauling ass. And, dude, I see something kind of in front of me. And I and by the time I go, what is that? Because it, it, it was like the water was changing color, like darker, lighter, darker, lighter. And, and, so, and then all of a sudden I realized it was a wave. It was three waves. I hit the first wave, shot, hit the second wave, shot. My motor hit the face of the third wave, snapped my transom off. Oh, my, shit. my motor now is barely hanging in the water over. from the cables. Nothing else is holding my motor but cables. Oh, Jesus. And now my boat's going in circles. It shot me straight. Okay, I didn't even land on my feet. I hit my, I have a side console boat. So I, it hit, I hit the side of the console. It shot me this way. I, my, I slid on, my, on the floor into the, but facing of you know the first the little di- the dip the front up of the front boat. right hit that knocks the breath out I mean it stopped me cold boom <laughs> and I'm just sitting there not knowing what happened well guess what it was it was a bu- uh, ship that went through the channel out way out oh yeah and those swells came in from that ship on a calm bay I didn't know that happened I oh. didn't even know they made it that far in oh fuck yeah and dude, dude I we were sitting there shredded me. I can't even remember where we were at and I. I see it off in the distance. I'm like, oh, that's a big-ass ship. And my buddy Yeah, went, I mean, they're way out there. Oh, well, my, my buddy literally went, fuck. And I'm like, what's well, wrong? He's like, wait about 10 minutes. You'll I didn't see. I know that. And then out of nowhere, it goes from little bitty waves to, <laughs> oh, shit, hang the fuck on. Dude, they were big, three-foot facing swells. I mean, Right, and they say it's like one every seven to ten eight, waves f- is a rogue wave, which is even bigger. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, I, don't even, I hit the first two. I'm already trying yeah. to down to hit the boat. The and third I'm one was just stuff. an unfortunate series of events. I just stopped the boat, basically, and snapped the motor. And, you know, and it took me about two hours to... Go in circles basically to get my boat back to the you know thing, but anyways, and it broke it broke the mo- the middle midsection of the motor, so I eventually got that replaced and or found a you know it's but that's yeah it's crazy. Now, did you ever go like offshore and catch? Yeah, stuff? I, I didn't like offshore because like I'm a claustrophobic. Depot. I am. I'm claustrophobic. I, everybody, dude, I'm I, sorry. I'll admit it. I am. Well, a lot. I tell this to a lot of people. I, I don't like deep ocean because I'm that dumbass that'll go. Oh, I'm hot and jump off of the boat. And the instant that your foot leaves that boat, you are no longer top dog on the food chain by a fucking long <laughs> shot. 
And it's one of those, you can be swimming in the ocean, look around and not see a damn thing, turn back around, and then it's, oh, hey, hello, shark. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> also, what about the tide? If the tide's moving quick, you're also oh, not yeah. by the boat. It, it may, <laughs> All it, of a sudden, you're like, yeah. how come the boat's 25 yards from me? I just fell in the water. Yeah, it's I mean, like, you're you, like you hit the water and come back up for a breath, and you're half a mile away yeah, from the boat. It's I mean, like, wait, whoa, what? Oh, I thought yeah. we were anchored. This whole body of water can move that fast? Oh, yeah. And it doesn't look like it's moving no. that fast either. You don't even see it move unless no. unless there's like seaweed right. you know, I see, or, a, or a salt foam, you know, right. foam or something from the boat. I mean, and you'll see that. You know, so other than that, but yeah, I did go fishing. I did go deep sea fishing one time. Loved it. Caught a lot of kingfish, shark, all kinds of stuff. But uh, but uh, when as soon as I got where I couldn't see, the next time I went, I tried it one more time. I was very young when I went the first time, so I don't think you have that fear. Second time I went, as soon as I lost sight of land, I started tripping out. A Panicking a little bit. Yeah, and so that's understandable. Yeah, I just it's weird. I don't like being. I know, I want to know I can. I, w- I can get to land. <laughs> That's all I want. I want right. land. So, okay. I want land. I want to see land. I need to be. So, when so I go cruise even fishing is not now, a good idea for you. No, I, I go fishing in this deep of water almost all the time. Really? Yeah. I rarely go fishing. I will rarely go fishing in water over my head. That, I know, and I know I got live vests. I got. No, hey, I get. I every, just, I'm tri- Look, I, Mother Nature, you just don't fuck with her. You don't. Well, okay. I mean, my bodies of water, bodies of water is powerful and it's strong and it's, you know, yeah, dad, daddy looking at you guys. Um, sorry, they just saw the dogs were apparently deciding to put in their information. Oh, that's okay. So like have you ever caught something that you're or hooked into something that you're like, oh, shit, I'm in for uh, either yeah. a really good time or some shit's going to get sketchy. Yes. Went with my fishing uh, uh actually he was my boss and we did tile we laid tile in houses and you know whatever and he took me out to gulf of mexico and in port Aransas, and he said all right here's the deal man we're gonna fish with cork and live mullet and we're gonna fish the second cut so we're gonna stand here and we're gonna throw into the second cut and it's wait so you're surf fishing yes you're wade surf fishing yes with live mullet Fuck on a cork. you yeah, yeah and so we get out there and and so here's what okay I should have already known, like what you just said. The first thing he did was he already hooked into a nice trout, and the, and it was comps, but you still have the swells. You right. know, you still have swells from that still come in, right? But even they may not break until they get right to the shore when it's real. You've right. been there, you know how it looks on the beach. Well, so I see his, and I see the trout. It comes up into the wave, and you can see the trout, you know. And he's like, "Oh yeah," and then I hear him go, "No, no, 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 no," no. and all of a sudden. I'm like, what? And man, shark snapped. snapped it. All he had left was just the head. And he reels <laughs> it in and he's like, God. And I was like, wait a second. Why can't, can we fish from like the sand? Can we go back over cut? there? Where, <laughs> yeah. I like, like, I don't like that. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Don't worry about that. So I go and I cast and I catch. Well, that's why I, if I do that now, I'll, I'll go beach fish and I'll take like a potato gun. And shoot my bait out into the second, yeah. third oh, cut. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And not and have to go way it, steep or higher in the water. It is a little water. weird. Because well, you get bumped. You get bumped. I get, you know, by Yeah, fish, You don't seaweed. know what's hitting you sometimes. Well, the whole problem is, for the most part, 360 days out of the year, 
the beach close to us is just dirty, muddy All, water. It's a washing it machine. Looks you know? like chocolate milk. It's, yep. it's hard yep. to see through. Mm-hmm. You get days like actually today, and you can see six August. eight inches, six eight inches in the into the water. Oh yeah. So like all the way down to your feet. Some you know right. a lot of times. Um, and it's just like. No, because there's a lot of shit out there that no, and you no know dice. So, Kevin, <laughs> I never even thought. I grew up there. We would go out swimming drunk out of our ass doing body surfing, you know, on big ass waves and just having the best time. Never, ever when I was doing that until now I'm older and I'm starting to see these, you know, where they're showing like people right. now because now there's video I, back then we didn't have even cell phones so you know we didn't have anything to shoot. right you didn't know didn't that no you didn't know that like five yeah. counties over there's been three shark attacks Bingo. in the last month or that there's a oh there's a 12 foot bull shark right there you know there's right a, the drone footage is what creeps me yeah. out yeah oh. where where they're That's flying over about. and it's like and there's people them. there's people fishing and swimming and they're th- yeah <laughs> there's a feet, six foot shark foot 20 feet crazy. from them it's crazy so I, now I know all that, so now I'm a little more spooked to go do that. But that same day, I caught a, I got one a fish on. I sit there, and I, and the first thing he said was, cut your line, cut your line. I go, no. He goes, Brett, you got a jackfish, cut your line. It was going to rip, because I went fishing with standard old, you know, bait caster, diet, you know, uh, Shimano. Right. Corrado, you know, and he was like, you know, no, 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 no. You, that, it's a, you got a probably 25 pound jack he'll never get it in with that reel sorry just cut your line and i was like no dude i'll, I'll tighten it up a little bit and fi-. he goes he kept telling me he's like about 30 yards from me you know fishing for trout and what the same and i just kept now and all of a sudden i see that uh jackfish turn and, it, and i see my line turn and, and come straight at me now i'm only in about two and a half foot water me level and that thing came straight past me almost to the shore almost to the sand turns around comes back on this side i just do a 360 spin around with my rod and he said cut your line and i was like no and i it just sat there and went and i looked down and i was like oh i ain't got any more line <laughs> i was stripped clean just gone nothing and i had no extra line no he goes you're done for the day buddy and i was like Man. so he was right i should have cut my line so yeah, yeah i live and learn i like to I like living on the edge a little bit, you know. Well, it's not necessarily living on the edge. It's just that shit like that happens when you... It's when fun. You, when you involve Mother Nature, you never know. You have a good no. idea, but no. you never know. Mother Nature's the best, man. Right. I mean, she's so powerful. I've seen so many crazy things. I don't care if it's hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes. It doesn't matter. You know, like, you just can't even... Like, even the earthquake or, you know, the plates, and they mm-hmm. say. And and just, just what we were talking about, like, energy, for example. People go... Well, you know, the spirit, you know, of a human being, you know, don't you think we, it's got to go somewhere when we die? And I'm like, well, they say that it's energy. We're energy and our spirits are energy. And then I said, so think about it. If, if, a, if an earthquake on this planet can go like this and it can send a hundred foot tidal wave to Japan, that was energy when it sent energy. Yes, so, it, it was, it was. A form of kinetic energy because yeah. that particular one one plate popped up and, and it moved the mass of water that yes. was above it. Right, and and, and so energy is energy. So it's well, like, and then you got to think it's also like when when you raise your hand from under the, uh, uh, yes. uh yeah. underneath water, yeah, and it comes up. Yeah, okay, you got to think about that in a seventy mile section. Multiply it twenty five feet high. <laughs> 
Okay, the even the uh, but see uh, the trick surges to, okay, from the no, hurricanes, you know. Well, see that I can kind of understand because yeah. the wind and shit is just yeah, blowing it, it up, pushing it. Yeah. But from like uh, the earthquake aspect and like the tsunamis and shit like yeah. that, that's a hard amount of water for people to really grasp. That for 700, 800 feet deep or more, yeah, it popped up that seven or eight hundred feet of water. 25 feet for 70 miles. And made it go up 500 miles an hour. Well, because it just, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, is it's just instantaneous amount of kinetic energy. Yeah. It has to, like, it's... It's got to go somewhere. Well, I mean, it... <laughs> got to create something. Goes up, comes down. Well, it went up, now it's going to come down, but oh, it can't man. come down in the same place, so it's going to go over both ways. Yes. Uh, some of those videos are some of the craziest like, oh, videos on the planet to, to me. I still to this day I, I, watch. I can't. And I know it's hor it's horrible sometimes because it's sad. You know, people died, but it, when you watch that for real, it's, you, it's unbelievable. Dude, I watched no, some of no those, bullshit. I, it's real as can be, man. I, one of my favorite classes when I was in no. in high school was um, uh, uh, marine biology. I was lucky enough to be able to take marine biology. Cool. And they literally taught us about tsunamis for like a week. They're like, look, if this happens, know what run, to know what to do. No, you got to run. Know what to do. Yeah, high ground. Yeah, you don't. Oh, <laughs> you you don't see the ocean for two miles, yeah. then you run the other direction. Like, and they talk. See, that's what I mean. There's some of it where you just sit there and go, "What? Why are they standing? Yeah, why there? are they you standing know. there? The, oh, look, y'all. There's. I can see the third cut. There's no water in it. You might have a problem in the next right. ten minutes. There's gonna be an issue in a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's time so, to go. Something else is coming back. Right. You know, it's like, damn, dude. Like uh, like the the Christmas oh and then days. you see it coming back and that one guy's you know just walking you know that one yeah <laughs> and he's not even running I guess he just said yeah I'm done right he uh, the, the the Christmas Day tsunami from years oh, ago yeah that was the worst because uh, the people were sitting there watching it roll in yeah like they just literally it happened and you see them all point at the boats and oh where'd all the water go yeah and then they point at it rolling back in coming and you in. see. Breakers, yeah, half a mile off, big, like big breakers too. Mm -hmm. Like, oh shit, that's a lot of water. You would think get to higher ground, not stand there and just watch it. Now I realize you only got a few seconds before it really right. hits, it, but yeah. something is better than nothing. Yeah, like <laughs> at least hit a get a good bong hit in, or you know, yeah, maybe like, get laid. I don't know. Do something before you get crank one out. out. One really good, yeah, right. one good one last <laughs> exactly. time. Exactly. Anybody got that lotion? Where's that lotion at? Fuck that. No, go yeah. you're raw dogging that shit. You got 30 seconds, you might spit on it. I'm not going to spit on it. You can spit on your own. Eh. <laughs> right, so it depends on the day of week, humidity levels, stuff like that. I knew that. we were going to get into that somewhere along the line, but that's okay. People, no, we're no. kind of, we're men and we're gross. That's okay. It is true. Yes, we're, uh, it's just How do you spell gross? M-E-N. There you go. Um. So, like, aside from the fishing and stuff, when yeah. growing up in Texas, did you yeah. do any hunting? Like, did you have, like, yes. a typical Texas childhood? Absolutely. Of, of bonfires and hunting and all that stuff? Every single thing you just said. The only thing about hunting, I hunted, I love bird hunting. I never could hunt any, like, an animal. Like, I, and I guess birds, I don't, I don't hunt anymore at all. But I did hunt birds. I did uh, geese and dove, quail. Oh, you're talking like deer. Yes, I okay. couldn't do it. See, I went I, one I, time with a friend. They, he shot a deer. It was still alive. Had babies in it. 
and the, it was still the mom. It was just too much for me, man. I was like, they I say all it takes. Looking at me, and I was like, they say all it takes it. is one of those one instance like that, and then it's like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Me personally, I, I'll do it if it means survival. Oh yeah, I would too. But I won't hunt them unless they're abundant numbers or pests, yeah. like birds, squirrels, yes, yes. D- uh, hogs, yeah. Things like that. Like, that's something I think well, I want. Even the deer now. Are, if anybody out there listening to the show can tell me where to go to do this, I want to go hunt hogs from a helicopter. I saw a place in East Texas that they you let you. Start, you, you better start making putting money in your savings account. Because oh, a helicopter really? ride. Dude. Damn it. Helicopter rides are expensive. Well, these are like hunting trips that that's the whole basis of the hunting trip is the hogs are so abundant they hunt them from a helicopter. Ted Nugent. Good. He's got a. He's got land right. My best. One of my best friends just went and hunted with Ted Nugent. I've got videos of him sitting with Ted Nugent of him and they're talking nice. and Ted's playing his guitar. Cool. And he, he paid for the. He just his wife and him paid for the experience. Of yeah. Going and he went there? to Ted and he has a thing here, a place in uh, Hillsboro or somewhere Something like that. Uh, yeah, lots of. Uh, he has exotic, like I mean, he has the most exotic animals. Oh, like Ibex oh, and shit like that. Of, like yeah, all the I mean, really it's good. It's real deal. He likes bow hunting a lot. So he, I, but he, he has enough. Gun. Oh, yeah, he still hunts. And I guarantee you he's got helicopter hunt. Yes. Well, no, that, that's what I'm saying is that like a few years ago, they made it legal to do it again to the general public. Yeah. Like now some of these hog hunt places, you can go rent the helicopter hog hunt and they'll put you in a helicopter like straight up military style with the yeah. cables and all that shit yeah. and a 50 cal fucking Barrett. Yeah. And it's all right, <laughs> light them up. Yeah. Because they'll would, go over the brush. That would and be it'll, pretty fun. I well, they'll, they'll, like, go over the brush and chase them out into a clearing. Yeah. And it's all of a sudden there's fucking 30 fucking hogs out there. And there's such a, a environmental detriment that they don't even care. No. Ma- no. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. Males, females, They baby, want them children, gone right gone. now. They Kill are causing all. so much problems. The hogs and the deer, you know, they're causing a lot of damage on people's lands and stuff. So they're actually wanting to kind of yeah, get it's, rid it's, of Yeah, it's it's uh, What is it, like the eight? Apex beer, deer or something? Uh, I'm really not Addicts sure, but beer I mean, it's something? like it's in New York, New York believe it or not. Part of New York is overrun by deer, and they want them. They're causing mega de- uh, deaths and car wrecks. And yeah. so they're trying to kill. They want, they're trying to kill off a bunch of these deer up in New York and stuff. And I was like, New York? <laughs> deer? Well, oh, yeah. But apparently, I mean, that's, it's, a, you know, it's in a different part of, not New York, New York, but just. Well, New York is New like, York, New York is like taking the population of Houston yeah. and yeah. putting it in an area the size of the 610 loop. Boom. Yeah. Like. Now, see, I would be afraid if I went on the helicopter, you know, thing and I was getting all intense and the volume of the helicopter and the gun. And I was like, you know, I'd probably try to tell, you know, get my GPS and hit my ex girlfriend's <laughs> house can, 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 you, can we buzz by that place real quick do, do we have enough gas to get there yeah. <laughs> and back yeah i just want to take one shot that's all. just no. just a chance yeah. i just give me no, a chance i'm kidding ladies it's just a joke i'm friends with actually his boyfriend's house uh, <laughs> i do see i can't do anything with him man but any other, that's because so, i'm straight i'm sorry <laughs> You're so far from straight. I don't know what you are, but he's he's beautiful. That's actually what he is. He's beautiful. That's what he is. As he sits there and puts his hands okay. behind his head, and I have to look at his freaking hairy armpits because he's got a white beater shirt on. Thank Good. you, Captain. Play in a muscle shirt. <laughs> what? 
No, you're not in a muscle shirt now. But every time you hit stage, every time you hit the stage. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I want to look it, like Bo- you. You Bowflex 60-year-old <laughs> rock star. You know, I'm a 60-year I'm I'm a 60-year-old guitar player. I have the body of a I rock star because of Bowflex. I'm not 60, okay? Oh, 57. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, it was a good year for Chevys. Yeah, it was a damn good year. <laughs> Especially, yeah. So what else did you do like growing up as a kid like like what was some of the more did you ever have those like trampoline frisbee? Go ahead, ask me. Go ahead. I yes. didn't. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Uh, what were some of like those redneck moments where you're like, man, this is some sketchy shit here? Okay. Like maybe jumping off of a cliff into a lake, or oh, I did that all the time. Out, like we did jumped off what bridges. Was, what's one that sticks out? Uh, the one that sticks out as uh, as we, like a moment where as the moment's happening, you're like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> well, I had a bunch of oh shit. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's see. I think one of them was when we uh, rode to to go to Turkey Fest in Cuero. You ever heard of that? No. Oh my gosh! All right, Rattlesnake Roundup and Freer. I've heard of Rattlesnake Roundup. Okay. Any of those? But here's one. We go. To, we're going to go to the Cuero. We're going to. We all pile in and we're doing a uh, convoy. Okay, of, of our town. So we have like about 12, 15 cars, and we're cruising in. I'm in a truck. And I'm in the bed. Back then, you just ride in the bed of the truck. I you remember being able to ride yeah, in the bed of the truck. It didn't truck. matter. Was, we're all sitting in lawn chairs. Sitting on the little in the, Well, some were sitting on those. Some of us had three lawn. Okay, we put three lawn chairs against the windows. Oh, for safety. You know, so you got three people sitting against the window looking out. That was actually the best spot to have because oh, the wind would never. Badass. Yeah, the course. worst was always right against the tailgate for me because the tailgate would rattle or something. You're Dude, like, oh, or you'd hit a bump and you go, Oop, you know, and you're yeah, like, whoa. Like, <laughs> am I about to get, you well, could, the worst is when you hit a bump and you're up by the cab. And when you come down, you're against the tailgate. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Okay. Car, we're moving a little bit. Can you slide down the truck? Slide out. No, Seriously. But, uh, watch the speed bump. Yeah. No, he, had, what happened was we got, we were obviously drunk out of Minds. No, this is going to be a great story. Uh, on a higher level, if you want, if you know what I'm saying. So we were you also were like on a gourd. higher level. You were stoned drunk. out of your gourd oh, back then. Stoned out of my mind, and yeah. and so we're super high, and and so we're super high, and and, and we just go. And so in long story short, right off the bat, we ended up. Now we took all three lanes. We took two the two lanes here and one. Uh, Lane over on the shoulder. So we're three of us, and, <laughs> and we were running you, off. You guys are rolling too deep, asshole style. And we're running off. Everybody on this end has to go to their shoulder just to get around us. Well, apparently someone called the Texas Department of Public Safety. <laughs> we didn't know this. We get to our hotel. We check in. We all hop into the bed and do a big bed pile. So we're all just on top of the bed, and we're all just laughing and just punching each other. And girls, it's a girls and dudes, and the whole night. And all of a sudden, we hear. And the door's open, by the way. The door's open. We're loud. We're just, ah. We hear, <laughs> and finally somebody looks up, you know, and I don't know who it was, and they're like, oh, hey, hey. And so all of a sudden, again, hey. You know, and now we, we're like, what? And we, it's, a, it's them, yeah. yeah. And they kicked us out of the town before we ever got to, <laughs> yeah. We never even got to go to Cuero to do the turkey okay. fest. We okay. got kicked out there, of there, the town. There are three three points that prove this is a, is a true redneck Redneckery incident. First of all, you're going to something called Turkey Fest. <laughs> like, 
It's true. I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's like the strawberry festivals yes. and mosquitoes. Yes. Turkey festivals. Yeah, it's a different little whatever. whatever. Um, second, the way you guys celebrate arriving at your hotel is you get into a co-ed yeah. Bed, battle royal pile. It's a like you know you know the pile on yeah the, like dog we, dog, dog pile. pile. Thank you. That's what we did. We dog piled. Right, and we were all right. dogpiling and punching. For you and millennial kids, that's stuff that we did before. You didn't have to worry about touching anyone. <laughs> but that was also the age when it was like, you know, the girls didn't get involved in that stuff. They but were you lit pile. But that's what they, I'm saying. They didn't care. That's what I'm saying. That's how redneck that story yes. is because even the women are throwing some haymakers yes. and yes. it's like, oh, ha, ha, oh, we're yeah. having fun. Yeah. I love you with my fist, yes. like that kind of shit. It's true. And not in that weird like. And we're doing German all that in the, video fisting. Like Fifteen of us, and then there, there's two highway patrol but see, can, in yeah and, <laughs> and then the, then you you got kicked out of the town not right just, then not just out of the hotel no. out of the whole fucking town out of Quera. we were like they we escorted were, you to city limits escorted us out yes wh- swear yeah got escorted out of the town by two by not only just one now they have like three so three department of public safeties they get us they brown us all up they put us back in our vehicles and they put their lights on and they walk they drive us straight to the ed, to, uh, the border of the town and said you can't come and pass this this is Quero this is the city limits of Quero y'all are on that side don't come back in this town <laughs> that was it so we just stayed in another hotel and yeah. then when it got dark, we went back to Quero. We partied, <laughs> when we partied at yeah, Turkey Fest. We, went and we turkey weren't missing fest, fucking man. Turkey Fest. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure you were probably hammered running around the street going gobble, gobble. Mofos. All day long. Go- all day. Yeah, all day long. Okay. All night long for two uh, days. Yes, all you hear is, yes. and you don't know if it's somebody getting a sloppy BJ. Flapping, those were my balls right. flapping in the wind. Was That's what I was saying. I, was, I yeah. don't know if, you, if it was somebody who like had some stretchy balls that was <laughs> fell asleep and it like covered up their butthole, so they started kind of butt snoring. I don't know. I didn't get teabagged. That's all I'm telling you. Well, I didn't get tea back. So. Different turkey fest. Different yeah, turkey fest. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to uh, take a small break. We'll be back in just a little bit with part number two with uh, Brett Axelson. Um, yeah. Real quick, before we get into the next half, we're going to talk music with you because you. you're a musician. Real quick, tell everybody where you can they can get uh, copies of your originals. Okay, right now uh, on Spotify, you can go to Spotify and, and uh, type in Brett Axelson, and there will be an album called Slow Groove. That album is ready and available. Uh, I will have more uploads soon. Uh, unfortunately, y'all, like everybody else, COVID kind of hit. It kind of put a little damper on some things, so it slowed me down on my uploads right now. I'm still trying to finish some mixing, final mixes of some stuff. I got four albums that are done. I just have to finish a few, so there's going to be a lot more upload. That's what I'm trying to say. So, But right now, you can go to website, brettaxelson.com, or you can go to Spotify. And eventually, you'll be able to go to my Facebook page also. There, I'm going to give you so many different ways to get to my music. Okay. So, in other words, go to Spotify and check out Brenna Axelson. Go on Facebook and check out Brenna Axelson. Um, and make sure it is not the 80s porn guy. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole different website. Yeah, don't worry about the goats. I was into something different. They were at least clean. I'll give you. I'll give you that. What do you? How do you know that? You were showering with them. You busted yourself. You were showering with them. (laughs) That was on the cover. I saw the marquee. Dude, I thought I told him to cut that one out. That's all right. That was the whole marketing play. Anyway, all right. We'll be back with round number two with my buddy Brett. 
Christ, have mercy. <laughs> Three. I don't believe you. Two. One. I don't care whether you believe me or not. The court order is still standing. Who who are Wait, you? Wait, no. I'm sorry. The court records are still sealed. The court order is preventing me from talking. Excuse about me. It. What's your name and what is this show? Hi, welcome back. <laughs> it's round number two. It's Thank a little you. bit strange <laughs> podcast. This is what we call the tequila time, aka I took a shot of tequila, so we're gonna see where some things go. Yes. Okay. So um, we mentioned your music right yeah. as we came out yeah. from. Uh, uh, not that way. Um, right as we ended the first half. Yeah. Uh, again, not that way. God damn it! I have to think about it, that it, shit with it, you. That's okay. Weird ass fucking. Perfect. You started. Anyway, it. I'm uh, I haven't so, even said anything, Kevin. So. so, what was like your musical influence growing up? Like, oh wow. But 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 I got you here. Okay. Not in the typical way of they were a positive influence. A Man, how did this person make it? They are garbage. They should not have made it to this level. Like that negative reinforcement. Like, like. Are you saying what was something I would grew like, up listening to and didn't like and thought, well, how did it make it? Right. Okay. Right. Like, like if you and if the, you if you, if you grew up listening to to artist A. Okay. Um, this and artist A had a guitar player that just wasn't really that good, yeah. was eh, but you knew and had proven that you were ten times better, and it was just, that was like the driving force of you getting better, was like, if this jackass can make it, I got a shot. Right. This is it. I never have liked the Beatles. I know. People are going to sit there and go, what? I've never liked. You just lost some friends. I, well, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Hang that's on. how you kill no, an Instagram account. No, I do I'm like. Just okay, I I liked. Okay, let me make. I I liked what the some things of the Beatles is actually my influences. Their way, their harmonies were done, and their structuring of songs. Okay, so I liked a lot of that stuff, but they were so short. They didn't really last very long, and they got gigantic. I understand why they got gigantic. It's because when I got older and really studied their music, they were brilliant. So I understood it. The and other drugs. one was Rolling Stones. Never liked the Rolling Stones. But as I got older and I go back and I listen to the Rolling Stones, they're actually really good. They just sounded so bad, like in the early days, that I thought, that doesn't sound very good. But the songs were very well put together. They were well... Uh, it fit them, you know? Right. And then as I got older, then it would be more stuff like, you know, then you start hearing, you know, I never understood the Sex Pistols. I never understood, like, that kind of, that style. The, the punk and grunge. Yeah, the punk kind and of stuff. stuff. Even though I, look, I love music. And as I, I appreciate every style now. It doesn't okay, matter. Then, then let me ask you yeah. one of what I consider probably one of the worst, like, or not worst, but one of the best, like, crossovers as far as, genres and styles what do you feel about metallica's s&m album the one that they did with the full orchestra well okay we were i was just talking about metallica to, to some musicians on thursday past thursday we went to learn here's the funny story the band i was in it was a cover band you know who they are, but anyway. yeah, the rodent farm. Yes, yeah, and so we were, we were. Uh, <laughs> Cappy, we, Cappy Cottage. Yeah, there we go. So, so we went to go learn a song from Metallica, and we thought, yeah, it's, it sounds easy. We'll go and we'll, we'll, we'll learn it. We'll rehearse. We'll knock it out. Let's get it mm -hmm. in. 
We came in, we sit down, our drummer clicks it off, we start playing, we kind of got through the beginning pretty good, and then all of a sudden, train wrecks started slowly <laughs> happening. And it was almost like one of us, and then all of a sudden it was the other one, and then it was the but not our drummer. Drummer had it down from beginning to end. So we're about maybe three quarters into the song, and our drummer just stopped. <laughs> he quit playing. He just quit playing. Like, I'm done with this shit. And, and, he, uh, and we were like, we knew we were fumbling up okay we right. knew the guitar players the bass player two other guitars we knew and all of a sudden rick just kind of looked, looked he goes did y'all listen to the song when you were learning it <laughs> we, were like, <laughs> we were like well you know he goes no we're not doing this song that's the end of that well it was sad but true from metallica right off the black album which is their biggest gigantic right right big, big, right massive, right right massive well it made me respect metallica so much more because I wasn't really a Metallica fan, but as a as a songwriter, number one, and as a you know musician, it I understood why it was hard when I really went back to learn it for okay. real <laughs> to really learn the song, and I was like, wow, no dude, one. Okay. Th that well, th dude, go go listen to some of their early stuff. That's with, even with, more so why I was. Oh, like, dude. Cliff Burton. Cliff Burton is one of the most underrated bass players of all time. And the, what pissed me off the most about Metallica specifically was they had a thing a few years ago that it was MTV or VH1 or something yeah. like that was doing called Icon. And it was they they brought a bunch of people in to do covers of a specific band and all this stuff. And they did Metallica. And they're mentioning their history and their roads. They literally, like, in brief passing, missing... Uh, yeah, Brought up Cliff speech. Burton, yeah. and I'm like, wait a minute, he's the one that put these sick fucking bass riffs into music and made it something that made you stick out from a genre that was going nowhere at right. the time. Like, without him, you wouldn't be there, and all you do is just fleetingly mention his name. Well, yeah. fuck off at that point, man. Yeah. You, Lars, Lars Ulrich, can go fuck Napster dick. Like, <laughs> yeah. go look that up, children. Look no. up Lars Ulrich and Napster and say thank you for having to pay five ninety nine per song. Right, you fucking midget monkey motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> hey, he's on a roll already. I can feel the second half, baby. But you know the thing is, I, uh, Metallica again. It just depends on bands. I, I've I've come to appreciate good. Just a, a song. This is our saying: if it's a good song, it's a good song. Fair enough. That's that. That's right. Music is all subjective, anyway. Yeah, because C case in point, uh, Phil Phil Collins in the air tonight. Everybody thinks it's about one thing when it's actually about the other. Right. And if you really listen to it, you may go, well, it's, it doesn't sound real complicated, real, but it doesn't matter. It, right. Okay. Okay. For example, uh, Seven Nation Army from the White Stripes. Right. If simplistic you listen, song. If you as simplistic as it can get, the they made the tones of everything sound like crap on purpose. They and he sang it even kind of. Little, right, a little we weirdy Jack right, White-ish. Yeah, but did it work? Yeah, right. and if you really Which, listen to the song, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a You want to see how talented... Spirit of uh, Teen Spirit? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, same thing. Super simplistic. I mean, but it's really... But it's so different at the time, and it was so put together so well. A modern comparison would be dubstep music. It's something unique that once people realize the basis behind it, they're like, oh, okay, wait a minute. No, this is actually a lot more in-depth than what we thought. Yes. Just because you're using a computer or digital aspects to make it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not music. Right. Well, that's true. And, uh, you know, if you think about even like Les Zeppelin, for example, one of their biggest critiques uh, on the bad side 
was they always made fun of their lyrics. And you know? they never paid for drugs. Not <laughs> once. <laughs> they didn't have to. But if you think about that for real, they, you know, the, the lyrics, they didn't really try. They were, yeah, they were, they I were think higher they were, than dog shit. They were just wasted. They were, the they music, were wasted and reading Tolkien. Whatever they Lord were doing. Of, they were watching Lord of the Rings in the 70s in real life. But if you listen to The Ocean or if you listen to, you know, Cashmere or if you listen to Four Sticks or if you listen to Levy Breaks, come on, you know, just keep going. It, it, the music was so different and so, uh, well, Queen, Right, I mean, but then then again, so that was also that was also the day of the showman too. That too, which led into the hair bands, yes. which kept the day of the showman going yeah. on. David Lee Roth the, comes in right. and starts that when they start t- really turning it into the more of a modern right. day. Right, and know. then grunge music and and that style of cookie cutter pop came along and was just kind of like, Ugh, all yeah. right, now it's the same shit for every band. Cool. Who are these guys? Nickelback. Yay. Yeah. Like, ah, I get you. Okay, so now what's that one song that you hate to admit that you liked it, but every time you came on, like every time when it first comes on, you hate the fucking song. You just hate it immensely. Then like the second time, you hate it a little bit less. Then about the 14th or 15th time, you're like jamming it out, singing it along. What was that one song that kind of crept up on you like that? That's good. so hard of a question, man. Um, let me really think. Well, let me just give you. I'll try to. I'm going to try to let that. Wheels on the bus do not yeah, count. I'm going to. I know. I'm going to try to let that one. Wheels on the bus go square and round. No, Fuck. no, no. <laughs> uh, I think, for example, the uh, the Cars first album. Okay? The entire album. Okay, the entire album. I was into rock, Judas Priest, ACDC, Scorpions, you know, all the good, heavy, kind of good rock. That's what I was into. And then all of a sudden, there's this thing called the Cars. And they come out, and I'm listening to these songs going, what? <laughs> Who the, the fuck the is this? Times wrong? You know, what Who's is this that? fucking weirdo parrot-looking yes. motherfucker? Yes, and I did not want to like it, period. None of my friends. Nobody. I hate, I'll, I'll admit, I hated the Cars until guess I heard what? Drive. Well, see, and, and Drive we, is the song that I was like, oh, damn it, okay. Yeah, and I, my, me and Scott, you know, uh, you know, a.k.a. hold, anyway, but uh, ours was hold Candio. Candio, dude, I mean, when that, when Candio, that's the second album, when that, ca- that song came out and Candio's album came out, I was just going, man, okay, I have to admit, I like the Cars, man, I just, you know, and so now, believe it or not, the Cars, uh, that first album is probably one of my top ten albums of in my life. Okay, so I got one more little musical influence question for you. What's that one band that made it at least semi-mainstream, but you think was just completely underrated? For me personally, like just to give you an example, Collective Soul. That was good. That was one I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Like they're just ones that have always kind of floundered around the middle ground stuff, but never really like made it super far. But they had like some lower A level songs. Man, Josh, you don't have to sneak up the stairs like that. It's okay. Yeah, oh yeah, we stayed the whole time. You you can say yeah, hello. Can right we, it's it's like the random guy yeah. on the couch for the yeah. show. Uh, okay, another. Brett one. will give you a lap dance. Believe this or not? Yeah, but not but not with my shorts on. Um, the uh, not on his cheap trick. Believe cheeks, it or not. Anyway. Never really had a lot of big hits, but and they but they. 
remember you said consistency? Okay. Right. They stayed consistent. They never changed. They stayed true to themselves, and they finally made the Hall of Fame. Right. Well deserved because I thought they were always underrated. Okay. I it, yeah, it's kind of so like, good. It was. It's it's kind of like one of those. It's like okay, you could have one number one hit, and they had one number one hit called uh, "The Fire." I think it was called "Okay Fire." Or I think it's that. You know. Anyway, um, they they could uh, you can have that one really big hit, but then give me. Instead of nothing after that, give me shit, 10, like, top 100 hits. I'm okay with that. Sure. That consistent right there, that's Hall of Fame fucking career for music. Man, it's hard to make the charts. Especially, well, especially in time frame when they came out, like, when they were really kind of hitting their stride was at the beginning of the one-hit wonder era. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was. Bands like Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah, I love Huey Lewis. Uh... Love them. Love you. Again. Love you. Um, for the longest time, there was a good, I'd say, decade. Lizzie. Oh, I'd say there's a good decade and a half Love where Queen, nobody liked Queen. Nobody no. talked about Queen. I agree. Because uh, weirdo conspiracy theory, I personally think it's because it, Mercury was one of the first major celebrities to die from AIDS. Yeah. He was the first one that everybody put that face to, and they're like, we just can't talk about them. You're right. Um. And which then Wayne, is wrong. Yeah, you know, which then Wayne, then Wayne's World happens, and thanks yeah. to Mike Myers and Saturday Night Live and, and all that stuff, brought it all back, and it's and now it's they're now bigger, it's come back again. Almost, yeah, now they're back full force again after forty years. It's crazy. Right, right. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it, but there's other bands that do that as well. I mean, the Stones still make music, unfortunately. Um, Journey still tours in some form or fashion. Oh, I know the song. Which song? You said what song dro- okay. that you went? No. And then I ended up kind of liking it. Yeah. Walking on sunshine. Oh, Whoa. walking on. Su- yeah. There you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's funny. That's. It's true. I hated it when I first heard it. And then next thing you know, I'm kind of going, I like this song. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. What really sucks is when you like, you don't, you hear a pop song for so many times that it's like, Ugh, okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then like 10, 15 years go by, you haven't heard the song in years. And all of a sudden it comes up and you're like, Fuck yeah, that was the jam. <laughs> and then you hear it every time you do like And I still do to this day. If it comes on, I'm like, I ain't walking on sunshine. You know, it's like I'm sorry, I'm like, okay, wait, Brett. Yeah, wait, calm, wait. calm Anybody, down. Everybody get okay. Back in the, the closet. Back in I'm, the closet. I'm in the middle of Walmart's gun section. This is not good. <laughs> so now um as you as you're doing your musical stuff, you're mm-hmm. traveling on the road, did you ever have that moment on the road where it was like what the hell just happened? Like you see something on the side of the road or, or like just a weird little interaction with a person at a random gas station in the middle of nowhere. Tell me what subject on what, I mean, driving the truck, like driving our truck and, uh, the front wheel comes off and I just sit there and look up and I see a wheel rolling in front of me and I, and now the truck is sitting there and I can't even (laughs) steer it. And our sound, my sound engineer is right beside me going, dude, you turn, turn. I'm like, I can't, I can't. And we did, because it just was going that direction. And we looked, thank God there was nobody in this lane. We went all the way through the lane and fortunately went off an exit and then hit a gravel pit that they for big trucks. Right. And so, and the truck, because I couldn't break it, I couldn't do anything. Right. And, uh, yeah, so that was an interesting uh, moment. We've had... Uh, Oh, that, well, that, on that subject, anyway. Then we've had, uh, you know, let's just well, face it, you've had your bathroom stories. And 
Oh no no please oh, please yeah, yeah, enlighten yeah. enlighten me I, to a one of um, what you consider a bathroom story. Let's see. I think the okay. I'm not going to talk about any story about myself doing things to my accidentally doing things to myself of in the bathroom like or might have pooped my pants. I'm not not going to go into those stories because everybody does it. Don't it, don't it buy. We all have pooped our pants. Okay, so just at some point in our life. Okay. At some point in our life. Well, yeah, yes. I was two when I did, but still, and so I think I had a right to poop in my pants at two. Um, so anyway, at, <laughs> bitch was asking for it. Yeah, she told me to sit down. Yeah. I wasn't done with recess, yeah. so I and, pooped myself. And I also peed in her face. But anyway, so but that was like that was my mom. And um, twenty years later, so we're at a, we're we're at, we're at on the road wedding. coming back from <laughs> Florida. We stop in we're uh, in Mississippi. That was probably your first mistake: is stopping I, that, in Mississippi. Well, that might have been. Uh, sorry, Mississippians. And so we then M- Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, I go. I have to go to the restroom, uh, not number one. So whatever you guys can k- figure that out. And so he was pooping. Okay, he was pooping. I had to poop, and so I go into this bathroom. It's a one holer, and uh, that's it. When I say one holer, it's just a commode. It's just and a, a sink. And so I go in. I close the door. And lock it, and then uh, I look at the toilet, and it's somebody's already stopped up the toilet. Uh. Okay, so it's our, and I've got to, like, you know when it hits, Yeah, it's y- going somewhere. It, it's, and game soon, it's, it's game, game time. It's game time. Yes. It's about okay, to I'm not on deck anymore. No. I'm in, I'm in the box, all right? Right, right. Team's about to run out the tunnel yes. onto the field. Here so, we go. And I need to, yeah, I got to swing the bat and let her roll. And so I'm sitting, <laughs> and I sit there, and all of a sudden I thought, I see the plunger, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, you know, I gotta, I'm just gonna have to plunge the dadgum thing and get it unclogged. And oh, God. Yeah, so I go to unclog it, and everything kind of started okay, but then all of a sudden, you know, yeah, sometimes those old, the old plungers, the, with the kind of reddish, like the little, with the red, yeah, the they little do, flip up, the flip like, up, yeah, they kind and sometimes like the little pop, poppers yes, things that you would get sometimes they, out of the quarter machine, yes, that, and yes. sometimes they pop back up. Well, that's what happened, and guess what happened? Yes, exactly what you think. It all came straight up through the air into my face, oh, all god. over my clothes, oh god. And now I'm sitting here and almost then, throwing up. Beca- well, then I'm gagging sure, a little bit. Because not mm-hmm. only like the, the fact of what just happened to you. I'm but in shock. In shock. And then I'm sure at some point a smell had to hit That's you. what I mean. I'm in shock. It's stinky. Yeah, like you, bro- you, broke, you broke that layer of crust across the uh, top. And uh, it was just, that's uh, what, see, now I'm starting, to ga- I'm starting to gag. Just thinking about it, remembering it. But what's really crazy is that my... my uh, that someone knocked and it's Kent, our, you know, our, my guitar player. And uh, he opens the door and comes walking in because he needed to pee and he didn't know what I was doing. And he just opens the door, looks at me. I'm standing there. I turn around and look at him with pee poop water dripping off my face mm-hmm. with poop on me. And uh. my, yeah, some other person's poop, for a God's sake. Random stranger poop. Yeah. And so Kent just you looks at me. He just turned, he looked at me. He just turned around. He goes, I'm going to go back out the car. Yeah. <laughs> and just close the door. I'll hold it. Yeah. And so anyway, yeah, that was uh, – and so then I walked out of the parking lot in shame. Oh, God. You know, I'm, in, I'm so Did they shamed. just hose you down or something? No, I took my shirt off and threw it away. I mean, it was no good. So I like, come out. Did you wash? I, yes, I washed my face, my hands, my hair, everything in the <laughs> sink. 
And now I come out just in my shorts, no shirt on, and my slaps. And, of course, I look at the car, and, and, we're, and this was so cool. Kent had this big, long caddy, like a 1992 caddy. Here. Really cool old, you know, big caddy. And I can see the other two dudes laughing their asses off. They are laughing so hard because oh, Kent, because yeah. Kent already, because Kent already told them the whole story. I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> I would have been like, man, I'm sorry that happened to you. That's so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just those kinds of jabs. Yeah, those are the I, best. Yeah. Ones. Then I get in. They're like, dude, you smell like shit, bro. I'm like, ah, okay. Did did we run over a skunk? Yeah. Like, oh, it was bad. So that's oh. that's a that's a road story, and uh, we've. Uh, but we've that, had that so explains many. your pretty complexion, though. Like that. that well, it did. That it, took like three yes. years off of your face. Well, literally, like and with twelve acid. years. It was yeah. like battery acid. And then twelve years off of your life. Yes. Oh, dude, I've never been the but same. I it, to this day, I have. I don't. I'm afraid to poop. Yeah. Like or even go into a bathroom at a, at a restaurant. I don't, I'm not going to do it. No. I'm not <laughs> going to do it. You're a home I'll pooper. hold it or I'll, uh, yeah. Well, actually, I've learned, why don't you just wear depends at all times? Who cares? Oh, Jesus Christ. Just, just crap, just crap, piss yourself. You can, please, no one's please, know. They, please. They, they make them good and seal them tight, dude. So. Please, please, for the love of God, just stand up out of the chair. I don't want that on the chair. I'll never be able to clean that. I'm good. Yeah, you're okay for right now. Yeah. I cleaned the bowels earlier. Anyway, so what else you got there, little sexy pants? So, okay, so that's like at the start. Did you, what's the probably the weirdest person you ever met? Like that person that was just so unusual that you're like, man, this motherfucker can't be real. <laughs> like, and I know that, I know some of y'all's fans oh, back in the day was man. probably some well, creepy all, ones. I can't say the names. Right, 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 right. So I'm going to try to just remember why they're so weird. I've met so many strange people in so many different strange ways. Okay, well, I've had religious strange. I've had uh, uh, theory, conspiracy theory stranges. Uh, I've had well, I'm, I'm drug a- crazy. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, one that just like the the process of meeting them and the events around them, whether you hung out with them again or not, like we're just so fucked up that you're like, man, this really can't be fucking happening. Like this person is a living cartoon. I've known that question before I came over here because I've got a billion. I really do, but that's why it's hard because I'm there's in so many. I can tell you one story. I didn't know the person, and we were playing in Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. Oh wow. So. So we're playing Anchorage, Alaska, a place called Chilkoot Charlie's, famous place. And they, they fly us up there. They, fly, they put us in houses to live in. They give us cars to drive. They fly all of our gear there for, I mean, it's Like it they, choice, they hooked dude. you guys up. Oh, total rock star package, right? Awesome. Well, I'm, the house that we stayed in was right across the street from the club, so that was even better, you right. know, like easy access. And then... What we didn't know, I'm sleep. Two things happened that first time I'm there because we went three years in a row. And the very first year, the weather couldn't have been perfect. It was in July, and the weather was absolutely phenomenal. So we would sleep with our doors open, windows open, because it was like AC, right? Just felt incredible. Well, the first day I'm sitting there and I'm sleeping, I got my, I'm taking a nap. 
and I'm <laughs> wake up and there's a bear in your kind of really kind of oh that would have freaked me the fuck okay, out. okay well I'm gonna it did I did I freaked out so I'm sleeping my doors closest to the driveway and closest to the main drag of the uh, of Anchorage and I just have this weird feeling I that somebody was looking at me or something I wake up and I look and I finally just kind of open my eyes and standing Straight above me, looking right at me, not even a foot and a half from my face, is some crazy lady staring at me. Not saying nothing, just staring at me. That's what I I opened my eyes to. What the fuck? And I just, I mean, my head sucked into my pillow back as far as I could, you know, get in. And I'm like, what are you doing? Who are you? What are you doing here? What are you doing? She didn't say nothing. I'm like, what are you? Get out. Hey, get out of the door. Go out of my room. Who are you? You know, and now she and she still didn't say nothing. Just looking at me. Her eyes were as big around as silver dollars. Just staring just at me. Just tweaked out of her tweaked, mind. Tweaked. <laughs> tweaked. And so she finally she I get her, go, Lee, get out of the door. Go. She goes out, like, close the door and lock it. I'm like, what the cap? You know, what's oh, going yeah. on? Yeah, Alaska's and supposed to have like a pretty bad tweaker problem. They had a meth clinic that was right one block over. No one told us that. Oh yeah. So they uh, so these meth heads just walk around. So you don't know if the rest of the band just got chopped up in their yeah, sleep. Yes. <laughs> so some so some crazy lady meth chick just was walked into my house and thought she'd look at me. But you got to admit that's a great way to instantly be as wide awake as you can possibly oh, get. Dude. To wake up to just some lady staring well, at I you. Well, I went back to the I need to maybe wear that's when I started learning to maybe possibly wear the pants cuz I shit my pants. Okay, right. well, when I and then it my went eyes. On, right. Well, like, then it went the on the hell? sheets and the pillowcases, dude. runs up your back. Second thing happened that same trip yeah. is I'm asleep and all of a sudden I just feel a massive uh, bam, my bed, just one big kunk like that, and I wake up I'm like, what the? And it's, I mean, my whole bed moved, and then I thought, oh, now I must have been dreaming that somebody hit the corner of my bed. You know, I must have been dreaming. So I get, and then I go, and I go to rehearse the next afternoon at the club, and the first thing, the bartender, while they're setting up, getting ready for the day, you know, they're like, man, did you feel that jolt last night? And I was like, feel what jolt? That earthquake. And you, did you feel it's just, it was just a one big good thudder? I went, that's what that was. And he mm-hmm. goes, he goes, why? And I go, my bed, my bed, like it just took. A, he goes, yeah, that's, it was an earthquake, man, dude. Okay, when you oh, they're fucking crazy up there, bro. They are, and I didn't. Know, so and it happens a lot. So I didn't even realize. And then of course you hear about that one of the biggest earthquakes ever on the ever recorded was in Anchorage, Alaska, yeah. 1969 or something like that. Right. So I looked at some of the, looked that stuff up, <laughs> and I was like, I'm, li- I'm here right now. I didn't I'm wanna, right where I'm that right old where photo is. Happened. Yes. Right that here. one building that is standing and is like, right next door to me. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I really like that. <laughs> so like, so I'm there's a, a lot of weird I'm, stuff I'm a bit nervous here. here. Like, yeah. yeah, it jolted hard. I mean, it, it, was, it was really weird. I remember being in California and earthquakes happening, and it was like walking on Jello. I was never there for like a major one near yeah, me, yeah. but you would look and see like street lights moving or, yeah. or plants Creepy. start swaying. Uh, the to me the creepiest part was right before it would hit. You, uh, everything goes silent, like everything. The birds stop. Oh, there you the, go. I didn't the, even think the about that. Dogs stop barking. Yeah, nothing. Like they're all everybody's active. Yeah, and then right before it hits. It's Dead silence. Creepiest fucking feeling on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Second creepiest. Creepiest is I was about 
shit. I would say 15 years old. I snuck out of my house and went walking the neighborhood just to get out of the house and whatever. I'm bored, nothing to fucking do. So I sneak out of the house and I'm going to walk in the neighborhood and I get just, I was talking to this about this to an earlier episode guest and I literally got under the street light and it blinked out. Only street light on the entire fucking way. Street, yeah. Or no, I'm I'm sorry. The street that street light was the last one to blink out. Like three before it blinked out. Oh, okay. So it kind of went down like a chain. Like there was a short and it went down a chain. Yeah. Well, right as it gets to the one right before mine blinks out, a fucking screech owl decides to make a kill in the <laughs> neighborhood yard right next to me. And I don't know if you personally have ever. <laughs> no, it sounds like someone is stabbing a, a baby. baby in the yeah. eye with a fucking poker. <laughs> like. It just, oh my God, it's, I, I put it right up there with a rabbit screaming, like just a God awful noise. And it's not so much the pitch of the noise. It's just that it really sounds human. Yeah. And then it's just, it's, you hear it. When the cats are about to fight and they sound like little babies outside. Like, yeah. uh, What is that a baby? But this is, it sounds more painful. It sounds like a Somebody's in pain. Yeah. A kid's in pain or something. And then it's dead silent. Right as the fucking light above me blinks out. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going home. (laughs) Like, that was one of the creepiest fucking nature moments. Love it. Like, that was, man, that sound still to this day, I will never forget that sound. And you you know what's weird is it's moments, moments in time, right, that we're, Okay, so I'm now picture this. I'm asleep in the big truck coming back from Tyler. And I'm so one guy, whoever's driving is driving, and I'm asleep. So all I'm seeing is through the top of the windshield in front of me, and so whatever's in front of that, you know, like the sky. Basically, it's the sky because I'm not looking at the road. Right. I'm laying down, and I'm seeing up into the sky. Well, I'm asleep, so I, it's just black, right? And I don't, it's dark, it's the clouds in the sky, so it's dark time, so we're cruising. Well, I wake, I hit one bump, and I open my eyes, and I scream as loud as I can because I think we're about to wreck, mm-hmm. you know, and I go, ah, and I put my hands over my head, and nothing happened. It was one of those railroad bridges. <laughs> and it comes, you know, they're, they have, and they're, and they're, the bar. Oh, yeah. And then, and dude, I happened to wake, hit the bump, and I opened my eyes right when the bar was almost about to the windshield. <laughs> and it, I thought that, and so it was literally, I thought we were going to hit it. And I just went, ah, you know, and it was like, dude, what are you doing? Well, I said, why the fuck oh, are you screaming? Well, oh, my God. I thought we were going to hit the, no, it's a bridge, man. What do you, and, but, but they were sitting up, so they're like, what are you seeing? Well, I'm seeing something that you. I'm didn't waking see. up to yeah. seeing. This I'm thing seeing a different angle, us. and I just won't open my eyes to metal. <laughs> it looks like we're about to, you know, so that weird stuff like that, you know. And we had so many great stories and bad stories, and that whole thing. Music has just been a, it's been a pleasure, dude. Uh, the bad and the good, you know. There's good and the bad. I mean, I've had to go through vocal surgery. I've had to go through nose surgery for my for my career. I've had to go through shoulder surgery because I hurt my shoulder. I fell and broke two ribs, punctured a lung, setting up, you know, in San Antonio. Was out for five weeks. I've, I mean, the career has been rough. It's not supposed to be a full contact sport. It, I know, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's. It is it what is it is. It is what it is. Yeah. You, 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 you. It's not as easy as people think. 
Oh no, and it never gets easy till you get to that level. But to get to that level, it takes so fucking much, or it takes a lot of luck or money. All, all of those. All of those. All of those. Right. It's called the perfect storm, is how I look at it. You got to run into some good luck, timing. Uh, You got to have somebody who's got probably some money, you know. And then it's got to be hard ass work, man. Consistent. And and then you got you got to have. And you have to have a good product. The it, whatever the it is. It's whether the it is the dude, you know. Like sometimes it's just the dude. And that guy has the it. Bruno Mars is the it. Okay, he's got everything on the planet. The guy's so talented, it's stupid. Right, it's like uh, Chris Stapleton. He's Cody Johnson. A, okay. You could, right, you, you could name them on, on and on and on and on. And, on. and, and pick and pick them up. Or it's the product. You know, it's just the perfect product, man. And and, and, and then that product the, the one just that I, gets the right time and gets seen at the right time. And then all of a sudden. And, well, and then, then you get the rarities, in my opinion, anyway. And I'm probably going to catch hell for this, but whatever. Uh, then you get the rarities that have both. And to me, the last great example that I've seen recently that has all of it at once, they're consistent, they're always putting shit out, they're always making good music, mm-hmm. is Justin Timberlake. Every album he puts out is he's, something new. He's a monster. And every th- album that he puts out has hits and has good songs that apply to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. He's a monster. Yeah, and on top of doing acting and all that shit. Well, or you get like a George Strait, okay? That just can't get any bigger than him. But he doesn't write any of the songs after from his first album. He only wrote a couple songs on his first album, and then after that, he never wrote a song again. Right. So he had wonderful writers. They found wonderful writers for him to sit there and go, "I I want that one. I like that one." Right. Uh, Now I'm not taking Um, away from George Strait. His voice is gold. He right, sounds but on, so on, the, on the flip side of that, you have the ones like Chris Stapleton that put a lot of work in as a songwriter before yes. they ever started Bruno releasing Mars. their own stuff. Bruno Mars, He's, he was a songwriter for a record company. Right. And he sold many songs. Neil Dunn, dude, there are some people that you would, if you found out who they all wrote for, you'd be like, what? But there are. There's so many people that are songwriters first. And no one really knew it, you know. And then all of a sudden, boom, here they well, are. Well, that's that's why Stapleton was Christopher able, Cross. Uh, that's why Chris Stapleton was able to make the jump that he did in the manner that he did and such qu- gain such quick notoriety yeah. is because he had already been around all the major influencing artists. Absolutely. So when people go to look up uh, this video, this song, and it comes up, well, Lady Antebellum or Florida Georgia Line or whoever, sure. this song. Uh, such and such record label directed by this person written by, if they constantly see the name Chris Stapleton, and then it says Chris Stapleton on that first line, people are more inclined Again, to Again, you said it's all about the product. Well, guess what? Chris Stapleton, as a songwriter, that's his product. So he is a good songwriter. Like you he, said, he's people started seeing his the, name on that. Oh, so-and-so. He's, oh. he's the difference between a singer-songwriter and a songwriter-singer. Right. He was a songwriter-singer. Right. So right, he right, wrote right. songs first, but okay. he's also a great singer. Yeah, so. that's and his wife sings fucking great amazing, too. too. That's what I'm saying. Was just, that she was could, a, dude, she could, be an that art, she could be a top-selling artist on oh her yeah. own. But they're but happy where they're at. They're, they're doing good. Oh yeah, they're, dude, they're, they're good. Good. yeah, they're doing way good, guaranteed, <laughs> yeah. way good. Yeah. Um, but then you get ones like the group Magic that did that song "Rude." 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at all the producers and, and writers and all that stuff on that album, it's a fucking who's who of the L.A. and West Coast music scene. Yeah. But they had one song. Yeah. After that, after that, they really didn't do anything because they they had an ultra niche song right away. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it got used a lot. It got a lot of airplay, a lot of club play, all that stuff. I yeah. get that, but none of their other songs made it as popular. Great album though, amazing album. Yeah, uh, Dirty Heads, same thing. If you yeah. look at Dirty Heads album, they generally have some of the best music producers out there making each little song. And then they create their lyrics or whatever. It's it's weird how it's become such a networking game. But, okay, on to one well, last final talk, thing. Yeah, can, we can talk about that. All we can talk about music forever. and yeah. forever. forever. It, it's forever. like having a conversation on the phone at 3 o'clock in the morning with Scott was, Holden. With Scott last night, I talked to him. I don't know. Right. It just talk, happens we forever. We just laugh and talk about Grindo! Yeah. Uh, Grindo! So, we... are uh, this? For, for, uh, for, uh, have a drink on me. Um... For the last episode, up until the last episode, we used to ask people, okay, what would you do? Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in aliens? What would you do with the zombie apocalypse? Well, we decided to kind of change it up. Uh, A guest of ours had a a good suggestion. We are going to start choosing a different scenario every every episode. Okay. And just see what you would do, like, within the first 48 hours to, say, like, five days. Okay. Like, how would you react to it? So... Right now, one of the big things going on right now at this moment is the fact that the government has admitted that they have found craft from otherworldly origins. Mm-hmm. Some believe it, some don't. Some think it's the beginning of a larger conspiracy, so on and so forth. We're saying it's legitimately true, and the alien invasion happens. You got 48 hours to like five, two to five days, somewhere in there. What's the first thing you do, whether... They're peaceful or violent. I leave that up to your brain. Okay, if it's true, you're, are you saying it's true? This like is factual, like, like you're saying boom, this is factual. Fucking spaceships they're, in our atmosphere coming, right now. Yeah, so we don't get, know what they. We I'll even go further and say we don't know what they want. But they but they know that they found them or seen them and they are here. So they're we don't know here, what they're going to do. We don't know whether they're what are you whether gonna peaceful. Do? What or, am I going to do? Yeah, like what are you going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do? Are you like going to try and hunker down in some spot? Are you going to try no. and get out in the middle of nowhere where they might not find you for a while? No. If they are violent, like no. because what? they if they they already found our Earth and if they've already seen them close enough to know, then they're going to find us anyway. I, I would think they could find us no matter where we are. Me personally. I wouldn't be afraid of it. I would rather, because uh, of me, how I am, I would be honest with you. I would try to, if there was contact, if that happened, I would try to do my best to, co- to communicate with and see if I could find a friendly way to not have any type of Okay, conflict, like for whatever conflict, okay? whatever reason they picked you as the first one yeah, to make contact. Yeah, let's just say contact. that. Then I would be, first of all, I would be like, wow, I got picked. Out of all the billions of people on this planet, I got <laughs> yeah, picked. Yeah, right. So but all the of, other billions of people. Of I'm kind of Son like, of hey, a bitch. I'm, yeah, I'm we're thinking, fucked. Sorry, I'm guys. Thinking, hey, game over. I'm game thinking, over, Earth. We're history. fucking done. I'm making history, baby. You know, I might now. I, I right, might get right. a prod Retro- up my ass. Yeah, yeah I might get Go a look up retronmusic.com. <laughs> Welcome to the Smizmar planet, bitches. Like, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't fear it. I really wouldn't. I just don't. You know, that's how I feel now. I mean, Kevin, I don't feel, I don't want to fear nothing. I don't want to fear COVID. I don't want to fear, uh, 
you know, global warming. I don't, I'm not saying it's not all happening. I'm sure it is. I mean, I'm sure we have aliens. I, we probably do. Right. But until I see facts, like, you know, it, I, I have to have facts. That's all. I'm not, and people, they can put well, whatever they want on things, but if it's not, re- if, if I don't see it with my own freaking eyes. Well, the whole problem is, the whole problem with that is people go, Excuse me, if I don't see it with my own freaking eyes, I'm not going to believe it. But then they look online and see a video or a photo and think it's real. That's my point. People are putting up fake crap all the freaking time. And Dude, unfortunately, deep we have fakes. Deep fakes are the worst thing that could happen and right we now. And people that, are con- that believe it. Well, they, it's, they it's, just believe that that's, well, that's, that's real, that they put it on. No, it's not. It doesn't mean no, it's real. No, it doesn't mean it's you real. Know, like, I don't, I mean, that means that somebody ha- found a really good computer algorithm yes. to switch out faces yeah. so and animation words, and all that like stuff. Like I told you, until the alien sits here and he comes and he's got one eye in his freaking forehead and that's it, no ears, and walks up and comes out of a spaceship in front of me, and then I'd be like, and I know I'm awake, I'm not in a dream, I, that's when I would go, okay, this is real. I mean, I'm scared. That's when you're like, okay, this is real. Uh, this is real. Or yeah. I took one too yeah, many of those funky. Yeah, or somebody slipped me a little bit of root beer. You know, nah, but- that's the last time I take a drink from a stranger <laughs> at a gas station. <laughs> oh my! Don't eat, listen. We're not getting into yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 we're no, 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 no. We're not. Go, we're not going in. I've had a lot of those little I, I've, I've, alien I, uh, adventures. In I promise so. that you would keep those to the personal yes. group that you yes. deem worthy <laughs> of hearing those okay, epic stories. So, if you do ever see Brett Axelson out in public, please ask him about some of his glorious flashbacks. I, I have them. I yes. Do. Have you ever had one on stage? Yeah, but it was not because of drugs. It was because I uh, dehydrated. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was kind of drugs. <laughs> You're going to love this story. Well, I meant like just okay, like Okay, I know we're running out of time, too, so I'm going to try to make this fast. I, okay, and Kent, I, mean, I was in the band, the farm animal band. And I mean, <laughs> Chinchilla I can, Cottage. I can say it. It's Rat Ranch, but I'm just saying. So we, I'm trying to be nice. I know. And so Rat Ranch was the band I was in, and I was sitting there, and I uh, and we had a gig come up with uh, names. Westheimer Sherlock's, okay? Uh-huh. And that day, I, my sister and I, it was her birthday, so I gave her my 92 Rally Sport red-on-red Camaro to her. It was in mint condition. It was her birthday, and I surprised her. And I gave her the car and gave her the keys and gave it to her. She, and she goes, well, this is your car. What are you going to do? And she, I said, just give me yours. Well, she had this little Dahatsu charade, <laughs> a three-cylinder banger, okay? So wow. it's, it's little charade, Dahatsu charade. And uh, it needed a paint job. Horribly. So one day I thought, you know, so I sand it down a little bit. I bring it into my garage. I bought 12 cans of paint. And I decided to put the garage door down and paint the car. So I do. I get up. I go into the house. I take a shower. And as I'm leaving, I'm talking to my mom. And she's like, are you okay? You look funny. I said, no. And I was giggling. I'm like, no, I'm good. You were high on paint fumes. Had no idea. I get to the gig. I am higher than height. And so Kent, and they're they're going, I am laughing. I'm (laughs) just out of my mind. And they're just going, dude, what did you, dude, you smell like paint, bro. And I didn't even realize. And they were like, what is in your nose? Your nose got, it's all black in there. And I was like, what? So they gave me a little uh, napkin. I blow my nose, it's all that paint comes out, you know, on it. and they were like, dude, you are high, and I was just like, I, I don't know, and they're like, no, we're telling you, you're high, okay, <laughs> and I'm playing, 
Well, guess what happens? Next thing you know, it starts wearing off. And these things start slowing down. Everything it got bad. I got nauseous. Started getting sick. They had I had to shut. We had to stop the show. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I got too high. Yeah, I didn't even know. Well, hey, man, back at we we all we all kids do not sniff paint. No, no, or glue, or glue, or anything. Don't do any of these things. Yeah, it, it, it it really basically, if, if you've heard if you've heard a story from Brett tonight, try your damnedest to never repeat said story in your life ever, yeah. and you might just make it out of things alive. That's right, and do not plunge a toilet. Don't. Which I mean, I can den- I, I condone you for like trying to be a nice guy. <clears throat> like, wasn't trying to be a nice guy. I had need. I had to poop. I was trying to put clean that so I could poop. You could have shit in the sink. No, not after what went down. I mean, uh, once I hit, once I had man poop. That's on what me I'm that saying. But that's mine, what I'm saying. Instead, instead of instead of plunging the toilet, you could have shit in the sink. And guess what? What am I? How am I going to get it down in that drain? With my hand, I got to use my hand to smush it into the drain. Walk the fuck out. <laughs> you are the, the. You are one of the. It's a gas hole. Fuck them, man. So that's why. I, that's what when I walk I'm into certain places and go. Who would do something? Oh, Kevin Strangewood. What am I thinking? Now you just shit in the trash can. Got some other stories I can tell you. <laughs> set on They're a whole. Kind of funny, but I don't. On a whole we'll pal- save that for another time. We'll do that. We'll do a whole. Uh, we'll do a whole episode. I think I'm going to bring in some friends here, and we'll do a whole episode on drugs and Dude. drunk. Oh. Um, but anyway, just set out like a pallet of of paper towels. Take a shit on it. Fold it up like a hobo sack. <laughs> And then what? Toss I've done it in it. the I've, corner. I've, yeah, I pooped him on own underwear and just rolled it up and threw it. You know. Why does your conversations always end up in somebody shitting on well, themselves? You, you, you. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, tell everybody again how they can find your music. You Brett can Axelson. Fi- yes, you can find Brett Axelson. First of all, you can go to brettaxelson.com. Go to my website. It's still under construction, but it's there. You can check it out. I do have some songs on there that you can download, upload or download, however you want to say it. Then I also have uh, Bretcher Music, which is my business page on Facebook. Spell and then it Brett Axelson. And, and B-R-E. Spotify. Yeah, B-R-E-T-T, two T's. And then Axelson. I know it's kind of weird. Trust me, when no, I used no, no, to no. drink. No, 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 Bretron. Bretron. No, Bretron Music. Yeah, Bretron Music is my Spell business. Spell Bretron. Bretron is B-R-E-T-T, Brett. And then R E N, so Brett Tren, okay. So it's Brettren Music, and then uh, and that's just an old high school nickname. That's why it says Brettren Music. But uh, and then I got Brett Axelson, my regular page, and you can go to Instagram, and you can also go to Spotify. You can go to YouTube. You can go to i uh, iHeartRadio. You can go to uh, oh my gosh, Amazon and iTunes and. Apple Music. I'm on a lot of these things, so you can go and check out. Slow Groove's the only one out there right now. People, Chico sorry. on the corner don't have a copy though. His latest mixtape isn't that good. Who's Chico on the corner? Oh no, yeah, no, 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 no it's no. not at all. No, his no. mixtape, his mixtapes are kind of falling off lately. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens, you know. It's, that's um, old school tape that come rotten. But uh, you can only scratch with Kevin. The tape where can you somewhere. find this podcast? Uh, on the interwebs. And? Follow the links on the show. Don't don't try and do that. Don't don't am be. I putting, am I throwing? Don't do that. Come you're th- you're throwing a monkey wrench in the fucking gears I'm right at the end you. of the show. <laughs> Jesus, that's it. Fuck this shit. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck everybody. I don't give a good goddamn. Go get raped by a fucking spider monkey good in the Lord. face.
I'm sorry. There was a, that was the tequila talking. Thank you very much for joining the Little Bit Strange podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you, Brett Axelson, the best <laughs> 80, <laughs> best 80s German <laughs> porn <laughs> name. I'm an alien. Well, no, <laughs> no, that's what you were doing in Turkey Fest. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time on the Little Bit Strange podcast. Thank you.